Camper. Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. What's up? Woo, welcome to the Happy Campers live show, everyone. Come on, you can come in closer. Yeah, scoot it down. Hey, oh, it's so quiet. <laughs> it just got it's so great. quiet. Well, we should switch places because yeah, we, we, ag- we agreed that I would be over here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And we need to camp break promises. All right, so we just want to thank closer, everyone closer. for coming. Um, we're super excited. We're doing our first live show. Woo! Woo! Uh, yeah, so we wanted to start incorporating live shows into the Happy Campers brand because we do this podcast and hopefully you guys know about it or you've listened to some of the episodes or maybe you've even been a guest on the episode. If you ha- yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't, we love you and we're going to have you on, Caroline. Don't worry. <laughs> it's, not, it's not personal. We love you very much. Uh, but yeah, we wanted, the main thing was if we have a live show, if we find a cool space in Brooklyn, called camp then why not right (laughs) we want all the listeners of the podcast to meet all the people who just love summer camp and even if you didn't go to the same camp as one another if you love camp or if you love julia or sammy then you're here tonight so everyone should meet each other uh and and mix and mingle after the show as well totally um all right so for everyone who could not be here tonight uh they'll get to listen we're recording right now hi everyone at what's home. up listeners um they'll get to listen because this is going to be our last episode of season two Woo! wrap that up wrapping it up and we have a lot of exciting stuff planned for the summer that will be released in the fall um all right so the way this is going to work is sammy and i will be your co-host just like always Uh, But we are going to invite a couple awesome people who have all been guests on the podcast before to be our panelists for tonight. And to make it a little more interesting, other than just the boring little interview with them, it's going to be a competition. Does that mean the rest of our podcast is super boring? No, (laughs) it just means that we're giving the people what they want. Oh, we're spicing it up. It's color war theme. Woo! So it's going to be a competition. And the winner of the show is going to get something very important, a plaque that Sammy made. Hand-painted. Bought at Michael's, <laughs> painted by Sammy. Correct. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. You guys ready to meet our panelists? Okay, I just want to make a note that we're going to have some audience participation tonight, so feel free to get rowdy, Okay. All right, so our first panelist, all the way from Camp Timberlane for Boys in Woodruff, Wisconsin. You know him from our improv episode, and where have your fingers been? It's Aaron Zemak. <laughs> there he is. Welcome, Aaron. Thanks for that intro. Oh, Appreciate yeah. It. All right, our next panelist, hailing from Camp Pinecliff for Girls in Harrison, Maine. You know her from the Traditions episode. Please welcome Miss Abby Cole. <laughs> Repping her Pinecliff swag, I might add. All 
right, last but not least, from Camp Seneca Lake in Rochester, New York. You know him from our Summer Lovin' episode, Shabbat Walks, anyone? Uh, we have Charlie Landsman. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having us, Julie and Sammy. Woo. It's truly a pleasure. Excited it, to be here. Is it a little <laughs> different from when we record in the uh, intimate space of my apartment? Just the same. It's exactly, <laughs> the, exactly same. the same. Okay, thank you, thank you. All right, so we're going to start off our first segment. This is called Weirdest Camp Traditions. So it's going to be worth 10 points to the person who wins this, okay? So what we're going to do is Sammy and I have always been on the mission to find out the weirdest camp traditions. So each panelist is going to tell us what they think that their camp's weirdest camp tradition is. And then you guys, after you hear all of them, you're going to vote on who has the weirdest camp tradition. That's simple, right? Makes sense? Okay, cool. Aaron, start us off. Cool. So I actually forgot this was going to be a segment until right <laughs> before the show when you reminded me. So I pulled my uh, group chat of friends from camp, and someone came up with the great suggestion that our weirdest camp tradition is that 150 boys live together for two months, and <laughs> high schoolers are the people who supervise them. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, the, the actual weirdest tradition I have is that after uh, every meal, we have giant buckets in the mess hall that people pour their uh, slops in and their extra drinks in, and then once a year we have an evening program uh, where then we spray paint rocks to look like gold and we make the kids reach down into the buckets uh, and pull the gold rocks out. I thought it was going to be mm. way worse than that, to be honest. I thought, I thought someone was going to be like, had slop like dumped on them or like so some kind of like slime situation. No, they're, they're, uh, maybe if you, <laughs> once I get a few more drinks in me, you'll hear what the name of that bucket is, but I don't know if I can... Uh, repeated on a family podcast. <laughs> okay, Ooh, I think is. the baby left the bar, so. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, he was not 21. I don't know how he got in. All right, Abby, can you top that? I hope so. So at Pinecliff, everything is based on tradition, and I don't think any of the traditions were weird until I was on the traditions episode and got some weird reactions. Um, so we have this night called Captain's Night. It's also called Corn Night. Um, it's during the last few days of camp and the oldest age group puts on a performance that's themed. Mine was Peter Pan. The captains of Color War put on a whole show. It was Peter Pan themed. And then that night, the entire camp, um, all we eat is corn. Everyone eats as much corn as they possibly can. You take all the eaten kernels, um, all the eaten all the eaten cobs, and you have to make artwork as a bunk out of the cobs <laughs> to, to, to the theme of the night. So Peter Pan themed, everyone has, every bunk makes an image out of their eaten corn, and the oldest age group that picked the theme gets to choose the winner. And it's a big deal to win Captain's Night or Corn Night. And um, all girls camps, we had a few male counselors and it was always a competition of who could get the best male counselor to eat the corn for their bunk so you could have more corn to design with. <laughs> I have a number. Again, I didn't think it was weird. I've already heard this tradition, but I have a number of follow-up questions. Go for it. Okay, my first one is, is like, is it a sculpture, or is it like, from the air, a bird's eye view, like you're, like a painting? Like, I need more context. It was the best bunk one. So, most of them were flat, not okay. 3D, <laughs> but I haven't been at camp in a while, so I bet you now they're 3D, okay. for sure. All right. And at did you... Can I ask Abby yes. a question? When you say that uh, the counselors put on a Peter Pan theme show, 
Does that mean they perform Peter Pan? <laughs> yeah, so at, at camp, okay. every, <laughs> every age group has a, has a play throughout the summer. Captain's Night is the oldest age group's play, and so they put on Peter Pan. So like, if I put on a Sound of Music theme show, I would just be performing the Sound of Music. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's what but, I wanted to know. That's my question. But it's like a 10-minute show. It's not... Like oh, abridged. It's like it's a it's a camp version of a show at not an acting camp. Okay. <laughs> All right, Charlie. All right, Charlie let's deliver. Uh, well, I don't know if I can beat corn night, um, but uh, as was mentioned earlier, I went to a Jewish summer camp, which was co-ed. And on Friday night, we would have a Shabbat dinner with everyone. It was fancy and everything. And then for forty-five minutes in between the Shabbat dinner and the Shabbat services was something called Shabbat Walk. Yes. Shabbat Walk was a very special time because you could ask a special someone to go on Shabbat Walk with you. And that was a very, you know, for kids, that's about as much as you're going to get into a relationship. Um, and uh, in the, with the thin veil of wanting to protect the campers, uh, the, the head of the summer camp, whose name was Ari Baum, uh, he would always um, do Shabbat walk assignments and, and put pairs of counselors together in areas of camp to make sure that the kids weren't sneaking off and doing things that they weren't supposed to be doing. Uh, but he would read the pairs out loud to the entire camp, and they were always the people that had hooked up. <laughs> and he would always play like, oh, no, these, these, these don't mean anything. These pairs are just totally random. I pull them out of the air. But he would read everybody that would hook up, and then if uh, that person had a sibling at camp, they would be paired with the sibling. So it was like you might have to be paired with somebody that made out with your sister the night before. Um, and everybody would know, and there were a couple times when the camp nurse was the mom of s one of the counselors at camp, and she got paired on a lot of Shabbat walk assignments with whoever made out with uh, her son or daughter uh, the, the week before. And uh, that was just public knowledge, and everybody just assumed that that was just uh, a tradition. It sounds like it tradition. was, like, encouraged, really. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a Jewish summer camp, so yeah, it's, no. yeah, they yeah. kind of yeah, try to pair you up pretty quick. I know. Yeah. All Got right. some Jews in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Really? Jews who went to summer camp? <laughs> we got some Jews on the panel. Yeah, we got okay. some Jews hosting oh. this. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So you've heard three camp traditions, all pretty weird. I know what I'm voting for. Do you guys know what you're voting for? Yes. All right. All right. Aaron's tradition. <laughs> All right. Let's see, let's see hands. Thank yeah, you. Let's see some hands. Okay, cool, okay. cool, cool. We'll All right. Aaron's that. girlfriend voted for him. <laughs> All right. Okay. That would have been problems if that hadn't <laughs> happened. All right. Abby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. And Charlie. All right. Oh, I think that Abby is the clear yes, winner ten here. Ten points to Abby. Ten yeah. points Cor to Abby. Corn, yeah, corn art. Corn, corn art. All right, so our next segment is called True Confessions. Ooh. All right, so each panelist has sent in two statements, two confessions, true or false, we don't know. Uh, they're going to hold up uh, their envelopes. The other two get to pick which one they read, and then we get to quiz them uh, to determine whether or not we think their statement is true or false. They're camp-related, obviously, I hope. Um, 
and then the other two need to come to a consensus as to whether or not it's true or false. And if they guess correctly, they get five points. If they guess incorrectly, the reader gets five points. Everybody Ooh. clear on the rules? Really, you guys need to be clear on the rules. Okay. All right, Aaron, you're up. Great. So I hold these up? No, up to them. Oh, I hold them up to them. Yeah, they get to choose one or two. Let's go with number one. Number one, okay. I will take your... Thanks. I forgot what I put on these, so this is going to be a surprise for me, too. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, so as a counselor, I coached my cabin to win skit night with a sketch titled The History of Butts. So tell us a little bit about the history of butts. What are some of the historical facts of butts, <laughs> about that, butts? Were in the, yeah, um, that were in the sketch? Yeah, so it was uh, more butts at uh, different points in history going backwards. So starting with um, uh, Baby Got Back is the most contemporary oh, butt. Right, right, of course. Uh, and then followed by Baby Got Back in an acoustic <laughs> setting. <laughs> and then uh, Baby Got Back in a jazz <laughs> setting. And then Baby Got Back in, in a classical arrangement. Okay, so this is a musical sketch. Musical sketch. Musical sketch. Yes, okay. musical sketch. How was it received? Uh, we won. We won Skid Night. That's, that's the whole premise. <laughs> they won. They won. I coached my cabin to win Skid Night. <laughs> did you, uh, did, who was, whose idea was this, was this skit? Uh, I, I, I can't say it was my idea, but I was going through my, my iPod uh, tracks with my campers in the cabin and uh, an acoustic version of Baby Got Back came oh. on and they came up with the idea based on that. So did you do like Weird Al, you changed the words to some songs that already existed and made them about butts? No, it was entirely Baby Got Back. It was Baby Got but Back. But I mean <laughs> like Four with ways. the classical version. Yes. What was the music behind it? Did you play piano? Was uh, it a was it a, a Beethoven this sonata? I don't that know you that this was band over? camp, Charlie. Like you're really. I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering what the. You <laughs> also, know. how old were the campers? Right. They would have been 14, 14 years old. So right. they know what and a body and is. And at what that year age. was this? This would have been if they were fourteen. Um, I would have been uh, just finishing my freshman year of college. Uh, so that would have been two thousand eleven. Okay, you guys need to decide. decide. All right, we both think it's a lie. That's the truth. Oh. Oh. All right, Aaron gets five points. Okay. No one is excited by the fact that <laughs> I got points. <laughs> I think your girlfriend probably is. <laughs> no, we're going to be on a Shabbat walk later to talk about this. Shabbat's tomorrow, Aaron. All right, Abby. One or two, guys. I'm feeling two. What I'm do you think, Charlie? I'm feeling two, okay. two. All right, but we'll take do you want Yeah, you want There. Yeah, Abby <laughs> sent in very I long sent in ones. Like I sent in a lot, so I didn't know which one I was going to We had to make cuts. <laughs> During my second summer at camp, Pork Summer, it was short for porcupine, a mouse had babies under my pillow. Months later, we found one of the baby mice under the cot of the bed next to me when my bunkmate finally decided to change her sheets. Sadly, that mouse didn't make it out alive when 10 nine-year-old girls ran screaming. Ew, ew. Um, tell me more about the discovery of the mouse giving birth. When, when did that happen? What's the premise? Um, I was coming home from a tennis match. I got out of the van, and my bunk came running to me to tell me a mouse had nine babies under my pillow where at camp we stored our pajamas. So my pajamas also got covered in mice. <laughs> so had you... So they it were, was They were American flag ski jammies. It was like... 
so the previous night you slept in the bed and it was mouse free. So yeah, didn't they you go to camp? There was yeah, mice all the time. But they had so they had <laughs> nine babies in the span of when you between when you woke up that morning and when you came back from your tennis. To my trip. to my knowledge, yes. okay. <laughs> okay. Seems um, a little I suspect. I don't think I slept with them. It was after rest hour, so it was like I got back. So that's like tennis midday. Like that's like between eight a.m. and one p.m. Nine yeah. babies were born. I mean, not impossible. They're not I'm human trying to get babies. The facts. They're mice. <laughs> trying to get I the facts straight. About a newborn mouse is really little. <laughs> yeah. About how little? Yeah. Tell tell us how big. Give us a picture. <laughs> the size of like three pennies, maybe. Oh, specific. Uh, yeah, specific. Everyone visualize that. <laughs> that seems big. All right, guys. What do you think? True or false? I just th- there are so many specifics that yeah, it seems I'm feeling true as well. Seems true to me, yeah. So it did happen, but not, not in my bed. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Can we <laughs> can we go to the judges on, on this? I'm gonna give it again to Abby for that trickiness. <laughs> it was the bed next to mine. Oh, uh, all right. We're giving it to Abby, I think. Okay. Yeah. Five right, points to Abby. I don't know if that people to agree with that, but we decided this, so yeah. it stands. You're in the judges. This is our Ooh, thing. I think Abby's really in the lead so far. I <laughs> Who am knows? Not doing All right, well. Charlie. Here. All right, I need a winner on this one. What do you feel, Abby? One. Let's go with one. We're going All with right. one. Number one. Do you want us to take your two? Sure. There you go. Okay, number one. Oh, um, the c- the color war captains once flew in on helicopters. <laughs> Can you tell me about a color war breakout at your camp? So, yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, color war is a big two-day event, at least at our camp. Big two-day event. You split the whole camp up into red and blue. And the campers never know what day it's going to be. And so there's always this big surprising break to let everybody know that it's going to be color war. And this year, uh, we had two helicopters. We had all the camp go down to the fire circle and they didn't know what was going on, and then two helicopters landed on the beach. There's a red helicopter and a blue helicopter, and the red captains came out of the red helicopter, and the blue captains came out of the blue helicopter. How big is your beach? <laughs> big enough for two helicopters. Apparently. Yeah. Pro- I also pro- like that it's called the beach. Ours was called the waterfront. Or, yeah, waterfront. I guess waterfront. <laughs> Who's so, so driving the helicopter? Yeah. Some helicopter pilots, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Pr- prior to this year, what was the most financially irresponsible <laughs> way they broke color wars besides this? We had a lot of really financially irresponsible breaks. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people donate money that can only be used for color war, and oh, wow. so like, there's a big budget for it every year. Do you donate to your camp? Um, I haven't yet. <laughs> I will <laughs> when I start can making I send money. Can you envelopes like at college? Like, how oh, do you donate, donate to a camp? That's Sadaka. My main it's called Sadaka. 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 Is, is your camp a four hundred one c nonprofit <laughs> organization? Yeah, it, is. it is. Yeah, it's run by the JCC. Oh, oh, all right. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, let's all right. What decisions. do you guys think? True so or false? So here's my feeling. A lot of camps do this. I just don't know if your camp does that. I'm calling BS. I'm calling straight up BS on this, Charlie. I'll go with that. That is true. Whoa! Whoa. I, I was All thinking right. it was true. I thought it was true, too, because We've some people get nuts about yeah, color Yeah, Sammy war. and I have heard a couple crazy things like that, too. Like a, a whole, right? Yeah. Like a sky banner yeah. in the air. Yeah. yeah. 
crazy stuff. Apparently, um, uh, helicopters cost $600 an hour to rent. So who knew? All right. Yeah. If you're only doing it for in one in hour. In upstate New York. Not in upstate Manhattan. New York. Probably not in Manhattan. <laughs> no. yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, so Charlie gets five points for that. I believe right. Charlie and Aaron are tied with Abby in the lead. Woo-woo. All right. All right. Moving on to our next segment. This is a very exciting one because we're going to dive into Camp Romance. Everyone's favorite topic. Uh, And in order to do this, we're going to bring up a very special guest host. Uh, You want to stand up? We've got Miss Essie coming over to the podcast. Thank you. You might recognize her voice from a very special episode she did uh, called Essie's Hour of Camp. She hosts the podcast Essie's Hour of Love. And right now she is going to host... Essie's 10 Minutes of Camp Love. Thanks, guys. Uh, so um, just to, like, make you feel more comfortable, I'll embarrass myself first, and then, you know, we'll, we'll go to you. Uh, but ultimately, you're going to have to tell us your most romantic story of camp. And when I say romantic, it's basically, like, any tragic love story, crush, uh, embarrassment you have um, to share. I came to Camp Walden as a 21-year-old, and all my friends in Australia were like, yeah, she's finally gonna, like, maybe get it on with an American. (laughs) And I was like, really exciting. (laughs) And uh, then I got Bell's palsy and lost half my face, and... (coughs) You had to listen to that. I couldn't actually, like, kiss. So (laughs) it it all went out the window. So I'm just gonna live vicariously through you guys, (laughs) if you don't mind. But I would just like to kick it off with one just general question for all three of you first. Um, what base did you get to at camp? And, like, I just want to clarify what bases are because <laughs> it's very confusing. Um, I think the first base is a crush. On <laughs> <laughs> so these are cricket rules, you're yeah, saying? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Totally, it's different. We do it different yeah, yeah, in America. Yeah, follow, follow the rules. Okay. A crush. Second one, second base is a crush on a counsellor. Mm. Third... Third is make out, like kiss. But like, it doesn't need to be tongue. Just like, what, whatever, you know, just something with the mouth. Um, I think fourth, can someone remember these? Fourth, I think, is skinny dipping. Yeah. Fifth. There's no it's British, it's British baseball. Let her keep going, fifth, let her go. Fifth, jeez. Uh, Fifth is um, touching, and then sixth is well, things we don't need to know. So, like, where did you where did you get to at camp? <laughs> so I went to an all boys camp. <laughs> um, so the answer so pass, is uh, yeah. no, 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 no. S- strike out, yeah. strike out would be my answer. No, no base. I never. Did got you have girl counselors? Yeah, we had girl counselors, but you're like you're like 15. They're like 22. That sounds like a crush. (laughs) (laughs) It's a classic second base scenario. (laughs) No, okay. No, no, I'm very I'm very practical about love. There's there's a a counselor camper relationship is never gonna happen. Don't let don't let that cat get out of the bag. You you just really blew crush like. To the floor. All right, good. Yeah. Pa- okay, no bases. No bases. We're just starting like batter up. Yeah. With you. Okay, Abby. I went to an all girls camp, <laughs> and I'll talk about this later, I guess. But 
So I would say definitely for skinny dipping, <laughs> but Ooh. not the others. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. Direct. Charlie, now you went to co-ed, but so Jewish co-ed. I went to, co-ed, I went so to a co-ed camp, but I wasn't cool as a camper. Oh. So also probably skinny dipping. Cool. That makes yeah. you cool. I guess, yeah. But that's like a rite of passage. Camp, Guys, right? fourth base like, is home. So like. So I, so I scored. Oh, yeah, Or baby. maybe we just never left home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good point. SC, what do you mean by it's a Jewish camp? So who I knows? Yeah, I was going to ask that. That was just a cheap joke that, okay. Okay. that didn't go anywhere. But what I did think about a great Jewish camp, if everyone's Jewish, you don't have to have the discussion of, like, are you Jewish? <laughs> like, will my mum like you kind of thing. So that's good. All right. Okay. So you've got, like, a minute each. We're going to go through your most romantic, tragic comedy, you know, love story you've got at camp. Aaron. Okay, so um, I was I was a very late bloomer, uh, romantically, just in love in general. So Me I too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I don't have any stories from my uh, summer camp as a as a camper days, but if you listen to uh, Happy Campers <laughs> season two episode, uh, I'm just gonna say six and hope that's about right. Uh, you'll hear me talk about when I went to uh, an improv summer camp for adults last summer. Um, yeah, wow, <laughs> someone says. Uh, and I uh, had a moment where we were at a campfire. And, uh, I, I love a moment. Mm, just a moment in the woods. And uh, there was a girl who, you can get the sense that someone wants to, to, you know, maybe escalate something with you. My girlfriend's here, so I'm being careful about how I talk about all this <laughs> stuff. Okay, um, I won't ask a follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so she said, do you want to go down by the water? And I said, sure, but I, I really had no interest in her whatsoever uh, romantically. Liked you her led fine her enough. on. I kind of <laughs> led her on. Um, and I brought with me a full sleeve of graham crackers. And uh, my method of, of <laughs> trying to avoid the awkward moment where someone wants to kiss you and you don't want to kiss them by just continuously stuffing graham crackers <laughs> Into my mouth so that uh, that moment would never present itself. I finished a full sleeve of graham crackers in about five minutes. That's excellent. That's good, good. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to get your help to pick the, the best, but if I don't agree with you, I'm just going to pick. <laughs> so, <Very> cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Abby. Um, so, like I said, I went to an all-girls camp, and we really we didn't have a brother camp. We didn't care about socials. I mean, other age groups might have, but, like, my age group really did not care about having socials. Um but one thing we did do that my friend reminded me of today, which I totally forgot about, was if you had your first kiss at a social, the next day at breakfast, we sang congratulations to you <laughs> in front of the entire camp. And it just seems I, – the reason I didn't remember it is, like, I went to a camp with a lot of rules. Like, not, like, school rules, but a lot of rules of things you could and couldn't do. And singing congratulations to someone who had their first kiss the <laughs> night before was definitely not – in line with those rules when there's like seven-year-olds there who are like why are you singing congratulations to this 13-year-old but we did it and no one ever stopped us and do you remember the song oh yeah but i'm not gonna sing it (laughs) imagine singing happy birthday but you replace like congratulations in there (laughs) oh so it doesn't 
doesn't mention like first kiss. <laughs> no, but uh, but we knew. But you also knew. part of singing at camp was we all stood on chairs, and so like all of a sudden everyone. You also sit at a table. It's randomly assigned to with all different age groups. So like everyone's like, oh, why are you singing congratulations? Did they pass out at their swim level? Did they do this? Like no, no, no. They had their first kiss last night. Like the whole camp knows. By the way, I think that's a lovely thing to have on the first kiss. The night I had my first kiss, I called my mom to ask me to come pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, like, a celebratory (laughs) song is lovely. But also, at camp, the guy counselors at socials were shining flashlights in everyone's faces. Like, we hated socials. You couldn't do anything. And so if you actually did get a kiss at a social, it was like you had to run away and hide. Like, it's impossible to have done it in rec hall. It's like a stealth mission in a video game. But that's what I'm saying. We had rules. Like, they were shining flashlights in our face, but we could sing congratulations to them the next day. And just to remember, you didn't get the kiss, but skinny dipping, so fourth base, home, gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Charlie. Uh, The co-ed. Yeah, the co-ed. Um... Well, uh, so I, I almost had a first kiss. Oh, that's exciting. Um, uh, but uh, we had a game when we were senior. So when you're senior campers, it's the only year. You're 15 years old. It's the only year where boys and girls live together in the same village. Oh, I thought you were going to say bunk then. Okay. No, no, no. Things so it's, just got it's serious. the same. It's like separate from camp. It's a, it's a little bit farther away. You get bikes so you can ride to and from the dining hall and stuff. But and the, the, I the feel like your camp was <laughs> like on another level. The $600 helicopter. Did you uh, go to camp in a Google village? I'm just <laughs> wondering. How many bikes an internship campers? Like, well, did everyone you, get a bike? You brought a bike. Most what? people lived in the... Surrounding Did those area. go with camp trucking? What? How did they get there? They b- on a truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're just going to gently move on. I thought I bought okay. a lot of stuff. All right. <laughs> this story has nothing to do with bikes. Okay. So you're 15. There's boys, girls, So 15. Village, boys, girls. The, the boys and the girls are separated, you know, but okay. we're on platform tents, but they're physically separated. And then there's the, the communal areas like in the middle. Uh, and uh, the senior campers have a game called Assassin. Uh, that they play every year, and you get assigned someone who you have to, like, kill over the summer, and to kill somebody, you have to get them, basically get them alone, and then say, you're dead. And then they tell you, and and so nobody can hear who, you know, you have to, as if you were gonna, you know, like, there can't be any witnesses to the murder. And, (laughs) obviously. And and then if you murder somebody, if you say you're dead, they have to tell you who they were going to, assigned to kill, and then you are now assigned to kill that person. So the logical, it, yeah, logical, right? So <laughs> you know, we had forty something kids in our you know in the village, and it would get narrowed down over time as people were getting killed. And uh, this one girl who was very pretty and I had a crush on, like later on in the summer. Um, you know, k- like, kind of was like, I thought was making moves on me, and I was getting really excited. And then one night she was like, let's go, like, sneak off into the woods. And I thought this was going to be my chance. She and so I <laughs> went to her with the woods, and she killed me. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, this is your prize. I got oh, thank you. You can have my free. Oh, do you guys agree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I agree Thanks, too. guys. Amazing. Thank you, Essie. Thank you, Essie. If you like Charlie. listening to Essie talk, you can check out her podcast, Essie's Hour of Love. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of that is when she interviews our producer Allison's grandfather Grandpa. about 
his lovely mm. love life and, <laughs> and says amazing, amazing, heartfelt things that made me cry on a plane. Uh, so <laughs> check out that episode and all her other episodes. Um, all right. So now is our uh, PowerPoint presentation of the evening. Um, in our Staff Brats episode, which was not too long ago, we had the contestants uh, present or think about their dream camps. So we need to suspend reality because I know we all think that our camp is the best one with the exception of my college roommate who hated camp. Um, shout out to the camp haters. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thanks for being here. We love you um, too. And uh, so we gave them fi each panelist five categories and they pr they put together a little PowerPoint presentation for you and they're going to present their dream camps and the categories are... Can I just say, Sammy, it wasn't really a PowerPoint presentation, was Sorry, it? it's a Google Slides. Thank Google you, Sammy, slides. I appreciate Aaron works it. for Google. Shout out to Google Docs, <laughs> Google Slides, all the Google helpful tools. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Happy Campers you would not exist without us? Google Docs. <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so the categories are location, camp colors, name of camp, Food slash heads chef and celebrity camp director. Aaron, take it away. Yeah, I'm just going to stand up so I oh, can see what I put in this gets presentation. Oh, the winner points also. Great. Ah, yes, so location of my dream camp. Uh, this is a screenshot from the 1990s video game Mist. It's a level called the Channelwood Age. <laughs> uh, it's an entire village of wooden huts uh, suspended in trees above the water. I think it's just really beautiful, would be really fun, and within the uh, lore of the game, all of the natives have died, so it's available for a summer camp. <laughs> Great. What's Great. Camp colors. Uh, so my camp colors are going to be orange and green, but I'm going to arrange them like this so that if you're colorblind, you can't actually see them. It's going to be a great <laughs> prank that I play on all the campers. Um, I guess if you're, if you're listening to this, you're not going to see. Okay, great. Um, the, the name of my camp. Uh, so uh, I thought it'd be fun to name a camp uh, Death Camp for Cutie, but I realized <laughs> that, that that implies, that pun implies it's a death camp, which is not, not what I want to run. Um, so I think I'm going to say it's the best camp for Cutie is going to be what I'm going to call, call my camp. Great. Next slide is the food. Great. Um, th this isn't a joke. I just love Alex Gornichelli. She's a celebrity same, same. chef. She's iron on chef. Chopped. She's an iron chef. She's an iron chef. She runs Butter Restaurant downtown. Um, I cannot imagine how we'd be able to get her to do food at a restaurant, but everything she makes is delicious, uh, and her Instagram is amazing. She's uh, she's fantastic. That's it. That's all that is. And then camp director is going to be David Lynch, <laughs> uh, because I love everything that David Lynch directs, and uh, it's just going to be a crazy wild experience. It's going to disorient people and and just give them. Uh, uh, give them an experience like none others. So uh, that's that's my dream camp. I hope everyone enrolls. Woo, Perfect. Best camp for cutie. Yeah. All right, Abby is up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who is surprised? So so I had a really hard time doing this, as I'm sure everyone did. But like, if I created a camp, I still wouldn't send my kids to it. Like my kids are going to Pinecliff. So. <laughs> <laughs> boy or girl um <laughs> so this is just like another version that is also could be pine cliff so i had to choose maine because there's no other place like it it's called vacation land like there's no reason that a camp should not be in maine so maine it is i went as specific as saying that it has to have an easy zip code pine cliff was 04040 i'll never forget it there were songs about it that's why it has to be it also has to be the only camp on the lake because i don't want to share the lake with anyone and 
that's it's just ours, and it has to be close to an ice cream shop. The colors will be tie-dye. <laughs> because there's nothing more camp than tie-dye. And these are all the things that people are going to show up to camp with. <laughs> Including a crazy creek. Yeah. Okay, the chefs. I picked two. They're going to be co-chefs because I don't think we can get them both for the whole summer. But I thought about the things that are important at camp, which is pizza night, cookout, milk and cookies, ice cream sundaes. And these are the two people I thought of. So, oh, you ruined my director. It was Caden. Okay. So... Emily here holding pizza is Emily of Pizza Loves Emily, which would make for really good pizza night on Fridays and Saturdays or whatever day this camp is doing it um, with soda as Pinecliff did it. And then um, I don't know if you guys can see. Sandwich King. He is a sandwich king. Who's that? Jeff Morrow. Yeah. He's the sandwich king. He's from Chicago. Um, But you can see him holding a clipboard, which is so camp of him. and then look at him dress up for spirit. But he's the sandwich king and really also really good at grilling. Um, and so I thought he was really good for cold cut Sunday nights and cookout on Wednesdays. <laughs> if we're being very Just specific. Like and then my director was the easiest decision, Ellen, because <laughs> one, she makes kids famous. And two, the evening activities would be unreal because she comes <laughs> up with the best games ever. Ellen's nowhere go every single night. All right, that's it. Great. Wait, oh, what's your camp name? Oh, yeah. Pinecliff 2? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> Brook Hollow, um, which is a part of Pinecliff. <laughs> <laughs> what part? <laughs> Where the blue team had their team meetings. Wink, oh, wink. okay. I'm Go surprised it wasn't like Elm Ledge. Pinecliff, uh, get I it? Get hey. <laughs> Brook Hollow. <laughs> I'm going to have to let that one sit. <laughs> I didn't one get it One person yet. like that one. <laughs> All right, Charlie. All right. Uh, Okay, so uh, my dream camp would be the entire northeastern United States, uh, including part of Canada, Um, just uh, so that it is a natural preserve and that nobody can build on it, and it just remains uh, remains natural, and that includes Maine. Uh, Thank you. Next, my team color, uh, or my camp color also, rainbow tie-dye. My celebrity chef is the torso from Binging with Babish. His name is Andrew Ray, but I just want the torso because his <laughs> YouTube channel's so good. And my dream director is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> just because he seems like he would be good with adults and kids and just like super fun and strong. And you could have the whole camp do a tug of war against him and I think it would be great. <laughs> uh, and my camp name would be Camp PMAC, which is camp backwards, so that when kids got home and they had their t-shirts and they took selfies, it would still say Camp PMAC. Oh. What do you guys think? Let's give it up for Aaron's best camp for cutie. Ooh, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. All right, Abby, Brook Hollow slash Elmledge. Give it up. All right, all right. And Charlie P Mac. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Aaron is the clear winner of this round. Ten points to Aaron. Ten points. All right. Okay. Now it's time to move on to our final segment. Are you guys ready? Ooh. Are you excited? Whoa. Have you guys uh, played HQ ever before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so this is not HQ, it's HC. 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 Camp Cuties. Trivia. And we are your hosts, Sammy and Julia, Julia, your quiz team captains. 
All right, here we go. So one second, we need yeah, to give explain out the a couple rules. special. Uh, oh, special props, props, props. Uh, these are New Year's horns. Horns. And happy it's a little different colors. than HQ because you know we're not in an app. Um, all right. Yeah, well, before we start, one second. So, Caden, uh, can we get a little check-in on uh, on the score? Yeah, who's winning? Who needs to get some points? Everyone is tied. Kaden, are you are you making that up or is that true? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Wow. All right. Each question is worth five points. So anyone could win at this point. There's twelve questions. Uh, these guys get to ring in with their New Year's Eve horns if they know the answer. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's get down to the nitty gritty with, with Cubero, Numero, Uno. <laughs> okay. The vessel often used on a lake with paddles is A. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Canoe. Correct. Oh, good job, Charlie. Charlie. Oh, all right. Did everyone know that? They cool. start easy and get harder, as you know. All right. Uh, which activity is offered at about 88% of American summer camps? Oh, Aaron. I'm going with swimming. Correct. It's swimming. Hooray. Aaron. Uh, yes, no looking yeah, back, Aaron. To look at the then why, why put them on the screen? It's for the audience. It's for our friends in the audience. <laughs> uh, they're not playing. All right. Okay. Question three. Gorp, the ever-popular trail <laughs> man. Oh, Aaron, I think, got that one. Good old raisins and peanuts. Yeah. Correct. Correct. I'm denying right? everyone the question. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right. Arguably the most famous song about summer camp, Hello Mudda, Hello Fada, a letter from camp. The camper is writing home from which camp? <laughs> Charlie. Camp Granada. Yes. yes. Very nice. Okay, question so five. I said I'm so bad at this. <laughs> oh, you're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> Question five. It's not my competitive speed. On the early 2000s iconic teen drama, The O.C., oh. Seth Cohen said he attended which real-life boys' camp? A, Androscoggin, B, Camp Winnebago, or C, Camp Takahoe? <laughs> Abby. Androscoggin? Ah. Incorrect. Yeah, incorrect. Charlie. Charlie. Camp Winnebago? Incorrect. Yeah. No, I don't think yeah, I Let him go. All right. <laughs> Correct. The third option. That <laughs> That's right, Camp Tackle. Correct. Good job. This is just, just Seth Cohen. We hated socials, but we did have a song at camp about having, because we had songs for everything, about having socials with Tackle. Oh, specifically Tackle? Specifically wow. Tackle. Surprising oh. that you got it wrong. We could insert Boys Camp's names. <laughs> All right. Um, which of the following is not a song that Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake have sung in one of their camp sketches? Africa by Toto, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson, or Only Want to Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> yeah. Africa by Toto? Incorrect. <laughs> Man in the Mirror? Yes, yes, Charlie. Nice, Charlie. All right, question seven. Which of these actors did not audition for the part of Hallie and Annie in the movie The Parent Trap? Is it A, Scarlett Johansson, B, Emma Stone, or C, Anne Hathaway? Emma Stone. Correct. <laughs> Red-headed, but much younger than the other. <laughs> That's the trick. Uh, which of the following actors did not uh, attend Camp Ramah? Is it A, Jesse Eisenberg, B, Ben Platt, or C, B.J. Novak? <laughs> Ooh, Abby. I'm going to give it to Abby. 
BJ Novak? Incorrect. <laughs> Charlie, maybe. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg? Correct. 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 You were so confident with that one, too. <laughs> okay, next question. Question nine. Which of the following brother-sister camps are the oldest camps in the United States? Is it A, Camp Cobbesey and Camp Kippewa, B, Camp Win Winnowa and Camp Winnebago, Winona. or C, Winona, sorry, <laughs> huh? or C, Camp Dudley and Camp Kenya? Charlie. Uh, A. Incorrect. <laughs> Aaron. B. Incorrect. <laughs> Abby. C. Correct. <laughs> Shout out to Dudley. <laughs> it's in New Hampshire, apparently 1885 was the year it was founded. All, all right. right. Which famous composer of musicals attended all boys camp in Maine? Is it A, Lin-Manuel Miranda, B, Stephen Sondheim, or C, Andrew Lloyd Webber? Charlie. Charlie. Stephen Sondheim? Correct. Okay, we're getting to uh, last we're two on question final questions. Question 11. Question 11. According to the American Camping Association, how many camps exist in the United States? Is it A, 8,000? B, 10,000, or C, 12,000? Aaron. 12,000. Hell Correct. yeah. Correct. 12, Heck yeah. All right. This last question has four options because there are four kids in Stranger Things. Which one of these Stranger Things kids from Stranger Things attend summer camp? Is it A, Noah Schnapp, a.k.a. Will Byers, B, Finn Wolfhard, a.k.a. Mike Wheeler, C, Caleb McLaughlin, a.k.a. Lucas Sinclair, or D, Gaten Matarazzo? Ooh. Aaron. Will. Correct. Correct. Whoa. I Correct. knew that might make Aaron checking in, checking, checking in, checking, checking, the checking the in keeper. with our scorekeeper, Allison Caden. Oh, 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 let's all hold. <laughs> hold for a pause. Suspense, suspense. Are there 12 questions there with three players who each got four correct? Ooh. I did not get four correct. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Oh, let's give it up for Charlie <laughs> Charlie, you are the winner of the very first Happy Campers Live event. You win this very special plaque. I'm going to pose for a picture because I painted it. All right, let's give Charlie his plaque. And Charlie gets his plaque, and he should also pose for a picture because he won it. And in the meantime, we're going to give very special prizes to our runner-ups. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Abby. got some candy, so they didn't go away empty-handed. Do you want to open it up and let us know what candy's inside? Ooh, this is grown-up candy. It's weed. No, it's... It's Gushers and Fruit by the Foot. Oh, classics. Yeah. Classics. Uh, so let's thank all our panelists. Thank you to Charlie Landsman, our winner. Woo. You want to plug uh, what you're all about? Yeah. Um, uh, you can check out my website, charlielandsman.com. I was the, the song leader at camp, and I went on to become a musical comedian. So you can check out some of my summer camp And he will be outside uh, with his songs. guitar. Yeah, and we're going to play some campfire songs uh, outside after the, the podcast is over. Woo. So come sing. Uh, Leaving on jet plane. Thank you very much, thank Charlie. You, Charlie. And, and thank you to Abby Cohn. You want to plug your very, very famous Instagram? It's not that famous. It has 13,000 followers. It's pretty famous. I have a junk food Instagram account. It's called Junk Food Foodies. I also just want to say I'm really happy that what you were a leader in at camp is 
related to what you do now because I was the archery commodore and I don't do anything related <laughs> to sports now. I, I also work at an <laughs> and nature yes, preserve. archery commodore was a thing. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow junk food foodies, you can. It's all the new junk food that is out in stores. Woo. Yes, please. All right. And thank you to Mr. Aaron Zemak. Thank you, spattering of applause. Uh, Yeah, my plugs. I'm in two improv comedy groups. Uh, You can check us out on Facebook at Two Buttons and also Darkness Falls. They're a lot of fun. Um, And also, I was ropes course director, and I do uh, ropes team building activities every day in my adult life. So (laughs) there you go. Uh, Google Campus. Team building. Very and trendy. thank you so much to thank all you so of, much you all guys. of you guys for coming out. Thank you again to Essie for co-hosting that thank segment. You, Essie. Thank you, Adam, who recorded all of this for us. Thank you to Allison Caden, our amazing producer. Uh, you thank you to Camp Bar here in Brooklyn. Drink and have some s'mores all night. Happy hour all night. Hey yo. And uh, you can follow us at Happy Campers Podcast. All the info's up there. And. Yeah. I'm Sammy. I'm Julia. Day is done. Gone the sun. We, we out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.